Hi, this is Hall of Fame DJ Raymar, and you are listening to the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast Network. To all of my DJ colleagues and friends, welcome to the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast Network and our archive series. We're going to take a trip down memory lane today. We're going to go back to the year 2007. I attended the Mobile Beach Show and Conference in Las Vegas at the South Point Casino Hotel. It was the very first show produced by the new owner of Mobile Beat, Ryan Berger. And Ryan was able to secure entertainment services of a rock and roll icon, none other than Chubby Checker. Chubby took the stage at the show to over 1,000 adoring fans, and we had a little trip down memory lane and got to see a real performer from the 1960s. Chubby was incredible that night and very gracious to sign autographs for all of the DJs in attendance. After the show, we were given the opportunity to record a podcast interview with Chubby thanks to his manager, Gary. I had just started podcasting at that time along with my partner, Rob Peters. So this is actually one of our very first interviews. And pardon the uh, lack of production skill and the fact that we actually had to record this over the phone. No such thing as Zoom conferencing back then. But anyway, it is what it is. And it represents one of my very first podcast efforts, but it also represents one of my proudest achievements. I take the first part of the interview, and my partner Rob Peters takes the second as we reminisce down memory lane with the inventor of the twist. Please enjoy this episode from our DJ Idea Sharing Archive. What? You're a disc jockey? Welcome. Promoting cooperation, communication, and camaraderie within the mobile DJ industry, this is DJ Idea Sharing, the podcast. Come on, Hi, I'm Mike Fernino. This is a special edition of our interview series featuring music legend. Chubby Checker appeared this year to entertain show attendees at the Mobile Beat DJ Conference in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, he was uh, very gracious today to give us a little bit of his time, and we are honored to have him on our program. Chubby Checker, welcome to the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, all the DJs, all the DJs, DJs out there, thank you guys and girls. Thank you. It was just an absolute thrill to have you out in Vegas, and uh, I've played I've played the twist and let's twist again at, since 1984 when I got into the business. I don't think there's a an event that I have not played your record, uh, your CD. I just you know I can't thank thank God enough to have Chubby Checker around you know with the music thank and you. everything that thank you've you. done for the industry. But we have a couple questions we'd like to throw at you today. We hope that our show attendees will. Uh, uh, enjoying all of our listeners to our program. The first question I want to ask you today was, um, 
you know, getting right from the very beginning here, when when did you get into show business, and, and, and why did you get into show business? Well, I was about four years old, and I was in um, in Georgetown, South Carolina, at the the fair there, <clears throat> and we lived in South Carolina. We were farmers down there, and I saw Ernest Tubb, country singer, a cowboy with a hat on, and I just went nuts over that, and a couple years later, my aunt took me to a to a show at, at the school in Andrews, South Carolina, and I saw someone, uh, a child star named Sugar Child Robinson. He must have been 12 years old, and he was dressed in a tuxedo, and he was playing the boogie-woogie piano, and he had three musicians with him. And after I saw that, I knew that this was going to be my entire life, and this is how I how I am. Um, all my all my young life, all I wanted to do was be on stage in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as uh, growing up, who were some of your musical inspirations? Who did you listen to? Oh, my goodness. Let's see. I think in my early years, uh, Hank Williams, because there was no rock and roll around when I was a kid. Hank Williams, uh, Ernest Tubb, uh, Louis Jordan. Um, uh, then I came to Philadelphia, and it's Perry Como and Billy Eckstein and and um, Julius LaRosa and Frank Sinatra, uh, Nat King Cole, Harry Belafonte, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, and then rock and roll came along, and then there was Fats Domino, Elvis Presley, Chuck Berry, Little Richard, and Jerry Lee Lewis. These are the people that that really shaped. Uh, my entertain my entertainment career. What was the music scene like back in the fifties and sixties when you were first breaking into music? Well, in in nineteen fifty five, I was fourteen years old, and it was and rock and roll was three years old at that point. Rock and roll came around about nineteen fifty three. I must have been eleven years old, or maybe something like that. But it was so exciting to be alive when that music took place because it was a total revolution in the music industry. It was total rebellion uh, of the young people uh, in the establishment of the world. It was incredible. And I think that um, that Elvis and Chuck Berry and Little Richard and Jerry Lewis and Fats Domino led that rebellion in in the 50s that, that blossomed into a lot of what we're doing today. Now, you use the date 1953 as the birth of rock and roll. What would you define or classify as the record that started rock and roll as an actual movement? Billy Ward and the Dominoes had a song called 60 Minute Man, and in that group was a guy named Jackie Wilson, and also I think a guy named Clyde McFadder was in that group, and they did a Hoagie Carmichael song called... Um, uh, Stardust, but they had a song called um, 60 Minute Man, and in the song it says, I rock them, roll them all night long, I'm a 60 Minute Man, and I think Alan Freed got a hold of that and coined the phrase rock and roll. Fantastic. Now, would you define your dance as the actual first dance that uh, coincided with a, uh, a music score? There's a question, a big question about that, and a lot of people, you know, have a little problem with me when I say that. When I say the twist, 
uh, a dance. The twist is the dance that we do and have been doing in different variations 24-7 since Chevy Checker won an American bandstand and gave the world dancing a part of the beat because the twist began and then the pony began and then the fly and then the shake and then the hucklebuck. Oh. To answer your questions, it's not a dance. I, I, I say the twist is the dance because the twist represents dancing a part to the beat. That means that the twist is putting out a cigarette with both feet, coming out of the shower, wiping off, of, wiping off your bottom with a towel to the beat of the music. If you're wiping off your bottom with a towel to the beat, you're not touching your partner and doing that at the same time. Now, we accomplished this on American Bandstand while the whole world was watching in 2 minutes and 42 seconds. So I don't look at what I've done as a dance. I look at what Chubby Checker does is the dance that has been, has been going on 24-7 since 1959. We say that we are the dance in the world, as unique as Thomas uh, as, as unique as Alexander Graham Bell, because when you picked up the phone, you said, hi, Chubby, hi. And every time someone picks up the phone, Alex picked up the phone, and he says, Watson, is that you? And every time someone goes on a dance floor, and he's looking at her, and she's looking at him, and they're doing their own thing, exploiting their sexuality while full, fully being dressed, before Chubby Checker, that wasn't here. So now, Chubby, what came first, the dance or the song? The song. Hank Ballard wrote a song called The Twist, and the kids in the inner city made up a dance to the lyric of the song. Because Mr. Ballard was not a dancer, because I used to go to his shows because I was a big fan. I'm a big fan of Hank Ballard, and he wasn't a dancer. The kids in the inner city made up this, this dance to the lyrics of that song, but no one was going to ever hear that song because radio stopped playing it. And no one was ever going to see that dance because without the song, no one's going to see anything. And so what we did, we went out to the record hops a lot, a lot like the dances, a lot like the shows that the um, the jocks do, that go out and do weddings and birthday uh, parties and things like that. And when I was a kid, disc jockeys had these kind of dancers in big dance halls. And we went into those dance halls and mimed our record. We lip-synced lip the song in front of thousands of kids, and then they started to do the dance, and that's how it all began. We'll be back in a minute as Rob Peters takes part two of the interview with Chubby Checker. Right now, enjoy the newly recorded version of The Limbo Rock, available at iTunes and Amazon.com. You're listening to a special edition of the DJ ID Sharing Podcast.
DJ Rob Peters back with Chubby Checker. Chubby, one of our questions for you. Have you ever performed at a wedding? Oh, yes. In fact, my most memorable wedding was Bob Costas. I sang at Bob Costas' wedding in around St. Louis. Now, when he was a kid, he said, when I get married, I want Chubby Checker to sing at my wedding. This was always what he always wanted. And when Bob Costas got married, I sang at his wedding. Wow, amazing. Obviously, you had a lot of impact on the music in the 50s and 60s and things that we play as mobile DJs at events. We also obviously get into music of today. What do you think of today's music? Well, you know, the best way to describe it, it has a nice beat and I can dance to it. (laughs) And and, and that's been the consensus of of uh, criticizing anything that has a beat to it. Now, I'm the man. I'm the, I'm the man with the beat because we created the movements to go along with the beat. So when you say, what do I think of today's music? It would, like, it would be like asking Alexander Graham Bell, what does he think of the cell phone? He'll say, gee, they don't use, they don't use strings anymore, but I guess I'm still there. That's the best way to describe that. Very nice. Now, obviously, all of the attendees at the Mobile Beach Show, we got a uh, promotional copy of the reissue of some of your songs. How did that happen? Well, what we did, we, we, went, in and remi- we went in to remix and remaster some of my old music. And uh, in addition to that, we, have, we took Limbo Rock, and a, a, we did a new version of Limbo Rock, and another song called The Original Master of the Dance Hall Beat, which was being which is being played on radio all through 2003 and 2004, and they're still playing it on the radio right now. And then um, 
we have a, a new song on, on the airwaves called um, Knock Down the Walls. And uh, between Limbo Remix and Knock Down the Walls, this is our new music out there in the world for people to hear Chevy Checker and what he sounds like in the year um, in the 21st century. And it has because a beat we, and we, we can dance to it. You can dance to it. And <laughs> what we did, we, we started about 2003 in the uh, December of 2000, December of 2002, up until this moment, we've been, we have new music out there for people to hear. And we're very pleased with that because we think that we have, um, have we've done a good job with it. But I think we've also, with uh, Knock Down the Walls, we've kind of like taken a, a departure from, from what we've been doing all the years before. Very nice. Now, I know that, again, some of the Mobile Beat attendees were able to get a promotional copy. What about for somebody who wasn't at the show? How can they get a copy of your new CD and the um, new beats? Let me see. On on the Internet, it's um, – well, how do I say it? I'm, why am I forgetting it? I guess because when I talk to you guys, I get nervous. <laughs> you can pick it up on iTunes or Amazon.com. Excellent. Excellent. My last question for you, Chubby. Uh, what was it like performing for an audience that was about 99% all mobile DJs? Well, I, I, I kind of feel like like I'm kind of responsible for all of you guys and girls out there that do this because um, I'm actually I'm the anchor of what you do. I mean, if it wasn't for dancing a part to the beat, there wouldn't be jockeys out there doing what they're doing because dancing a part of the beat is the most powerful thing that ever happened in the music industry. And I think that because if it wasn't, why is the twist the only song to be number one twice since God put man on the planet? Why is the twist the biggest song of the 60s? And it was a pretty big decade. Um, we had five albums in the top 12 all at once. We had nine double-sided hits, the first platinum ever given. Uh, it all reflects what the mobile DJs do, dancing a part to the beat. Every time you have you go out and do a mobile show, um, you honor me, and because of that, I honor you. It was a pleasure to be able to have an opportunity to have you on our podcast today, and thank you very much, and much continued success, and keep on twisting. I just say to you, to you guys out there, Remember, if you're looking at her and she's looking at you, I'm always there and loving you all the same. Chubby Checker, thank you so much. That was great. Thanks it was, a lot, It guys. was a pleasure. Thanks a lot, and uh, hopefully our paths will cross again in the future soon. Very well. Thank Take you. Care. All the best. Bye-bye. Rob and I hope you enjoyed this very special interview with the legendary Chubby Checker. A special thank you to Gary, Chubby's manager, for making this interview possible. For more information, go to ChubbyChecker.com. And for more information about this podcast, check us out at DJIdeaSharing.com.
This has been a production of DJ Idea Sharing, copyright 2007.